Well, hello, Toowoomba. Welcome to episode 28 of the Talking Toowoomba podcast. This week, we are out and about learning about our local farmers' markets. We will be talking to Terrell from Platter of Fact about some of her amazing offerings. In News of the Week, the Council's community visits on a Friday have begun again. The next ones are now September the 11th. The Council has released a compilation of historical landmarks as part of a book called The Toowoomba Heritage Self-Drive Tour. So if you want to learn more about Toowoomba's history, grab a copy from the Council Customer Service Centres or the Visitor Information Centres throughout the region. The Strand Picture Theatre is open again. Welcome back, guys. Congratulations to both the Empire Theatre and the Met Hotel, who have received a $20,000 grant each from the Queensland State Government. So more great music at the Met and the Queensland Ballet in September at the Empire. And lastly, the new Toowoomba Group SES headquarters has been officially opened at Charlton in the new Council Depot precinct. Now let's get on with the show. Everybody that listens to the Talking to War podcast knows that I love my food. And well, I've decided to get to the facts with Platter of Fact. Good morning, Carol. Oh, good morning. How are you going? Good. Welcome to the podcast. Let's talk about Platter of Fact. If you have 30 seconds, tell us what Platter of Fact offers. Scrumptious food in a box. I like that. Scrumptious food in a box. So with your various platters that you do, can you give us a, a breakdown on some of the things you include? Because you do both savoury and you do a sw- sweets as well, don't you? We do. We do do them separately, but I like to combine sweet and savoury into nearly all my platters. And e- everyone asks me why, and that's because I like to have a little bit of both when I'm having a wine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can relate to that. I can definitely relate to that. So let's talk about savoury savoury side of it mm-hmm. first. What what sort of savoury things do, do you include in, in your platters? Well, there's always cold meats. I like to have a salami with a little bit of a bite to it, but I know that's not everybody's palate. So, you know, obviously we offer both. Triple smoked ham, always got to have triple smoked ham. I'm making you hungry. <laughs> my, my mouth's starting to water already, folks. <laughs> well, we have a, a a variety of dips that we put in, and then there is also our caramelised onion relish, which everybody asks about. And quite often we get asked, what is that black jelly stuff? <laughs> the black jelly stuff, I love it. <laughs> but obviously I'm not giving any secrets away, but, yes, it is very, very popular. So is that something you make yourself? No. You've got someone who does it for yes. you and you're guarding them very close. <laughs> Our black jelly stuff, yes. Okay. So the types of meats, what other sort of meats do you have, do you have besides, as my mouth waters, the triple smoked ham? Well, prosciutto. It is very, very popular. Some people ask for cabana. I don't tend to put in cabana because I think, well, if you're going to have a platter at home, you can just put cabana in. Yesterday, we put in pastrami on our grazing boards. So, there's, honestly, there's a variety of things. Twiggy sticks, beer sticks, 
people love them. And then obviously you put different types of cheeses in there as well. Yes, a variety of cheeses. In our large platter boxes, you can get up to three different cheeses. I usually try to do either two soft and one hard or two hards and one soft so people have a bit of variety there. Our platter boxes start as hamburger box size up to our grazing boxes, which are, well, Lola, she's 1.7 metres. Wow, 1.7 metres of delicious gourmet. Oh. There's a lot of cheese on that, Shane. You, yeah, you'll be satisfied. <laughs> now, of course, obviously people can get in contact with you and, and order a platter because they're uh, having a party or, yes. or they're doing an event. But you also go to the farmer's markets on a Saturday, correct? Yes, very, very popular there. What sort of things do you offer at the, the markets on a Saturday? Well, we have the mini boxes there that are very popular. They're $15 each. So we have a savoury one and we have a sweets one. The so sweets ones go like they just run out the door. Mum, can I please have a sweets box? <laughs> is what we hear yeah. quite a bit. So, yeah, they're very popular. So what sort of things do you put in your sweet box? Well, we have a chocolate, we have a cookies and cream flavoured one, and we also have a red velvet. So they come with a cupcake, nougat in them, there's different flavoured marshmallows, there's macarons in them, strawberries, and chocolate-coated pretzels. There's Chocolate-coated pretzels. Oh, you've got my attention. <laughs> there's quite a bit in them, as much as I can fit in them and still close the lid of the box. I like the sound of that. As much <laughs> as you can put in, so long as you can still close the box. Now that that's the way to put a, <laughs> a little package together. Has there been an event that you've done in Toowoomba that you were particularly proud of in what you presented at the time? An event. When you say an event, COVID nineteen has really slowed up events. So our yeah, events yeah. that we have been catering for have been mini boxes for individual people. Yep. So that's it, been really kind of tricky because there's been anywhere up to, you know, 50 little mini boxes for companies and for their corporate events. Just touching on COVID-19, I mean, it's affected so many businesses in so many different ways and not all of them have been positive. Did you find it really hard to sort of keep going or were you perhaps a little bit lucky in that what you were sort of offering to begin with was easily adaptable for for the circumstances of COVID-19. Yeah, uh, we have been very, very lucky. Touchwood, very blessed. It's a tricky thing to, to say, actually, because, you know, so many businesses have just suffered so much. And for us, it's kind of been very positive. Yeah. And I don't like to say that too yeah, much. I, look, I, I know what you mean. I've, I've spoken to other businesses who've said exactly the same thing. And it's only because they've you've been in a position where you've been able to pivot and suit the situation. Yeah. Some businesses, it's very hard to pivot. But I suppose the advantage in the fact that you've been able to pivot is that you're then able to support other businesses here in Toowoomba that might have been struggling yes uh, uh, there for a little while we did find it hard to find produce because everybody was suffering and even right down to the cardboard boxes that we put them in you know we had trouble even getting them at some stage but things have got easier but yeah we have been fortunate very fortunate 
Now, a question I often ask is what's one of the things or what's a thing that they love most about Toowoomba? Look, we're country people ourselves. So it doesn't surprise me hearing that. Yeah, we are. We are country people. Um, Stephen's from out near Moree and I'm from out near Inverell. And then we grew up together and moved to the Gold Coast and, you know, had separate lives there, obviously, for 20 something years. And then, yeah, when we decided to eventually move here, we've been in Toowoomba seven years now. It, it just feels like being back home. And, but this place has grown so much in the seven years that we've been here and we love it, you know, and we love it for our son just to have that bit of country roots. Now, what made you come up with the name Platter of Fat? <laughs> Everybody asks me that. Look, first of all, we had plush platters, platter passion, platter puss even. <laughs> and, and and then I was out at the clothesline and I was just being a mum and yelling at my son about something and I said, as a matter of fact, and then I went, matter of fact, platter of fact. That's how it come about at the clothesline. Well, there you go. Sometimes the best things come out <laughs> when you're hanging out the washing or just doing a day-to-day chore. Yeah. I, I find that very interesting. And it's it's quite often how things come about. Now, you also mentioned in the mix there of names, platter puss or something, what was it? <laughs> and, and, and that got me to thinking that because um, we were chatting before we, we, we started to record about hashtags and that sort yeah. of thing in media. And you came up with one that I do identify with, mm. and that is food porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously on your Instagram account, you you have the photos of all the different platters that you make. And, you know, I, I have to stop myself licking the screen sometimes, <laughs> I think, because the platters just look so delicious. And they actually, not only do they look delicious, but they actually, to me, look inviting. Oh, that's great. That's what I want to hear. And and I think that's important with food. You know, you watch any of the TV programs that are based on the, the foodies, yep. and they're very much about that we, we don't just eat with our mouths. We eat with our eyes. We eat with our smell. Mm. Everything's involved. Yes. And I think looking at your platters, you've ticked all the boxes. Oh, that's fabulous. I love hearing that. <laughs> What's next or what is – is there a – a goal or is there something that you want to aim for with Platter of Fact that perhaps you're not quite there yet but you know you're going to get there? I think every platter I try to evolve it in a different way, you know, like we're always throwing around, I'm always throwing around new ideas. You know, I wake up at 1 o'clock in the morning and go, maybe I can do a deconstructed nachos platter. You know, so, you know, I'm always trying to come up with new inventions, but but not moving away too far from it being a platter still. And something that can be easily eaten yes. with your hands. Yeah. Is there an area where you perhaps, because obviously you provide platters for all sorts of situations mm-hmm. from a family get-together through to, as we were, you mentioned, corporate events. Mm-hmm. Last week, I think I did my first funeral. Okay. And I I find that quite an interesting point because it's, again, 
a funeral can be a, a bit of a difficult time mm. for people. And to be able to have, I suppose we could almost call it comfort, food, yeah, couldn't we? absolutely. I think that's and what that, I... That must give you some satisfaction to know that you've been able to provide something in a time when perhaps they're not actually in the party mood, but it's certainly going to help the process that they're going through. It was. And, you know, a lot of, like you said before, my you look at my food, visually eat it with your eyes. So when I was making it, I thought, I can't make this with bright poppy colours and things, you know, not that I wanted to make a, a black ladder box, yep. you know, but I felt I needed to make something that had a bit more depth to it, if that makes any sense. It does. Obviously, you've got a a bit of an artistic flair, perhaps, <laughs> in the way that you put your platters together. I don't know. I was a hairdresser yeah. for 20 years. Now, that's an interesting transition. <laughs> so you were a hairdresser. Yeah, creative. I, what made you switch from being a hairdresser to putting together delicious food packages? Yeah, I've never, uh, well, never been in food before, but I've always liked to be creative and, you know, changing things around and, my husband says you I'm always putting a new spin on things. I get bored with with things looking the same. Even our house. He comes home and he says, Oh, things have all moved around again. We've <laughs> the lounge room's now in the kitchen. Oh, you know, so gosh. Yeah. So I'm the same with the with the platters. No two platters look the same. And when somebody is, takes a screenshot of a platter and say, Oh, can I have a platter that looks like this? And I go, Oh, okay. So now I've got to do the same one. I can't even remember what I did yesterday, you know. So yeah. it, that's why there is no two that look the same unless they've requested it to look the same. <laughs> and so long as they provide you with a photograph, yeah, you've I got can't... a fairly good chance of getting it back Otherwise, together again. you know, I have to go through my gallery and you would not like to look through all the pictures. Well, you might. There's a lot of platters <laughs> in the gallery on my uh, phone. With obviously your, your, your platters, mm. you've got to source quality product. So how difficult is that for you to not only source quality product, but keep getting quality product to put in your platters. It can be very tricky, actually. We are on the hunt for someone to supply us with top salamis and top beer sticks and delicious ham that obviously, you know, we try it. Sometimes we're like, oh, that could have a little bit more spice or, whoa, that's got too much spice, you know. Yep, People yep. will be on the toilet all afternoon after having this one. We have been getting a, a, a lot of our product from Schultz's down in Plainlands and, you know, even the gentleman that's next door to us here at the markets, you know, we've got different things from him from time to time. Yeah, to keep it locally sourced, we would, we would love that. We'd love to be approached by someone that can not only offer us great product but at a good price. And continuation. I mean, yes. that's... And consistency, that's important that's, for you isn't yeah, it as well. Yeah, it is, especially in these times. Yeah. yeah. I see faults in just about every platter that I put out because that's just me. And I think that does come from being a hairdresser for many, many years, you know. Ooh, that one bit of hair is out of place. Yeah. You know, um, I just have an eye for things that just, I don't know, it could be that that flower is just not, that edible flower is just not quite sitting right in that dip. Something's fallen over when my husband's um, 
doing a delivery. And so then I go nuts. Ah, that fell over. That doesn't look right. And he's like, I can't help it. I turned the corner at five kilometres an hour. You know? Oh, poor Steve. I feel for him. I feel for him. Oh, dear. He's still here. <laughs> look, Terrell, I thoroughly enjoyed having a chat with you. It's been interesting to go through Platter of Fact, what it's about and, and what it's doing. But I think one of the things I do like is your passion for it. <laughs> You're not just providing a platter. You, your heart and soul goes out on every platter. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, you know, and to read reviews from people that do put reviews on my Facebook page, it is. I remember when I got my first review. And I saw review, and I, I would, I didn't even want to click on it. I thought, oh no, what if somebody's, what if they weren't happy? What do we do, Stephen? Do we give them a refund or whatever? You know, and and you do, you always worry about, you know, different things. But to get a good review, and just to have people say, oh, that really, that platter made my day. That's all I want to know. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to see. I just for people to be satisfied with my product is the best feeling. I know how to get in contact with you. But those who are hearing about Platter of Fact, mm-hmm. how do they get in contact with you? We have a, a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We have a website. You can hop on that or you can come and see me at the markets. So you're always at the markets on a Saturday? On the Saturday over Carnival of Flowers. We're here Saturday and the Sunday. And then the following weekend, we will be here on the Saturday, but we'll also be down in the Frogs Hollow markets on the Sunday, which apparently is we haven't done that markets down there before, but apparently it's it's a, a great market. So obviously the website address is platterofact.com.au. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. And platterofact on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Been great chatting with you. Now I'm going to suggest we go back over to your stall here at the market. And get a platter. No, we need to get a platter. <laughs> Good awesome. to talk to you, Thank Terrell. You. Bye for now. Bye. Say yes to locals, support small business, Chambers Top Tips. Buy from your local shops, cafes and restaurants to keep locals in jobs. Ask your local store if they can deliver to your door. Pay with plastic when possible, not cash. Stock up on gift certificates for later. Post about your visit on social media and share their posts. Check in with small business owners and employees. Look for local retailers with an online platform or help a local shop develop one. And most importantly, be kind, support each other and look out for one another. Let's keep it local to Woomba. What's On brought to you by the Toowoomba Regional Council. Thursday the 27th of August, Google your business digital marketing for success. 6pm till 7.30pm at the Oaks Hotel. Hosted by the Toowoomba Chamber of Commerce, sees local search specialist Jeff Mays talk websites, SEO and Google tools. See the Chamber Facebook event for details. Friday August 28th sees live music at the Met Hotel. 8pm till 11.30pm featuring Venice on Fire. Saturday the 29th sees the Community Tree Planting Day in Pittsworth and Middle Ridge, Toowoomba. 8.30am till 11.30 at both places. See the Council Events page for more details. If you've ever wanted to make your own wooden spoon, well here's your chance. Sunday the 30th of August there is a workshop 8.30am till 3.30pm in Kearney Springs. See the council event page for more details. And also on Sunday, Toowoomba's Wedding Expo is on at Rumours, 10am till 2pm. Markets, please support our local markets. Saturday the 29th of August, 
The Toowoomba's farmers markets are on from 8am under the windmill at Covenco Museum. And on Sunday the 30th, the Toowoomba PCYC markets at the PCYC Toowoomba from 6am. Well, that's it again for another week. We would love you to subscribe so you don't miss an episode or join our email list and get it emailed directly to you. And it's okay, we won't spam your inbox. If you are holding a sporting, business or school event, we would love to hear from you so we can include you in our podcast. Enjoy your week, stay safe. I'm Shane. See you around, Toowoomba. Toowoomba.